We're for sharing innovative treatments and preventing disease before it ever develops. Learn how our team is working to better care for you on this edition of UVA Health System Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Aortic dissections are a serious, potentially fatal condition affecting the aorta, a large blood vessel in your chest. My guest today is Dr. John Kern. He's board-certified thoracic and cardiac surgeon whose specialties include treating aortic dissections. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kern. What is an aortic dissection? It sounds to some listeners like a type of surgery, but really, what is it and what causes them? Well, thank you, Melanie. Uh, as you pointed out, an aortic dissection uh, can certainly be a life-threatening problem. If you think of the aorta, as you pointed out, the largest blood vessel in the body, as a hose that has three layers, an inner layer, a middle layer, and an outer layer. And you imagine that the inner layer develops a crack in it. And then the fluid in that hose, in this case the blood, can get into that crack and dissect, hence the name dissection, dissect along the length of that hose. Fortunately, in the aorta, the outer layer contributes the most strength to the aorta. So an aortic dissection can be immediately life-threatening, but can very often be treated successfully. So I'd like to start then with risk factors. Are there some certain risk factors that someone would have for aortic dissection? Yes, there certainly are. In fact, aortic dissections occur uh, in most commonly in two periods of your life. In, in the earlier age populations, those folks in their 20s and 30s, and then as we get older in our 60s and 70s. In the younger patients, those folks, their risk factors tend to be connective tissue disorders. So patients with Marfan's uh, syndrome and other connective tissue disorders, which renders the aorta uh, more susceptible to developing a dissection. In older patients, it tends to be a combination of uncontrolled blood pressure and large aortas. So if you have an aneurysm or if you have a family history of an aneurysm anywhere in your aorta, you should probably be screened to make sure you're not at risk. And what about symptoms? Everybody always wants to know symptoms. A lot of things can cause pain in the chest and such. So how would you know that this is something that's going on? Well, that's exactly right. Aortic dissections certainly do have a classic symptom complex. And that tends to be a absolute sudden out of the blue, if you will, tearing type of chest pain. It can start in the front and go to the back. It can start in the back between the shoulder blades and continue down the back. And that literally comes from those layers of the aorta separating. So that's the most classic symptom complex. For dissections, it's interesting because we often call dissections the great imitator. So dissections can cause symptoms ranging from uh, a heart attack or a stroke. In fact, dissections can cause a heart attack, so that's why you may have more of the classic symptoms of heart attack-type chest pain. Sim aortic dissections can cause a stroke, so that's why you may present with a true soak, a stroke being paralyzed on one side of your body. But dissections can often be very subtle. Sometimes the pain is not so severe. Sometimes patients just have this nagging back pain, or they have belly pain or abdominal pain. Sometimes patients come in because the dissection has occluded blood flow to an, or to an arm or to a leg, so they come in with their arm or their leg not feeling correct. So dissections really can be the great imitator. I've seen patients with dissections be misdiagnosed with anything from the flu all the way down to gallstones, and they've ended up having their gallbladder taken out. 
Well, I would imagine it, it would be quite confusing because many of these symptoms can mimic other conditions. So how do you find out somebody, if they do get a little nervous about their symptoms, they go to see a doctor or they go to the emergency room. Is there some sort of diagnosis or exam that would show that this is what's going on? Yes, good point. And that's, um, that's the main thing. With dissections, unlike other things that can cause pain and some of these other symptoms, dissection, the pain from a dissection or the discomfort really won't go away, and it is really quite severe. So patients often do end up in the emergency room. But the key there, then, is very rapid and prompt diagnosis. So it's a matter of getting to medical attention quickly and then having the appropriate examination done. Because once you examine a patient, it becomes pretty clear what might be going on. Really, the critical step then is usually a CAT scan. A CAT scan in this day and age will absolutely tell us if someone is having a dissection, where the dissection has begun, and that has important implications from the standpoint of treatment, and what other complications are going on as a result of the dissection. So then what treatments are available? If, it's, if it can be life-threatening and you're worried about an aortic rupture, what do you do? Is this like a race for time kind of thing? What are the treatments? So sometimes it can be a race for time. Uh, as minutes go by, the risk of mortality goes up in patients with a dissection. The treatment options really depend on what area of the aorta is involved or where the dissection has begun. So if the dissection involves what we call the ascending aorta or the aorta directly above the heart, that truly is a surgical emergency. And that is when we drop everything we're doing and those patients need to go right to the operating room and they need to be operated on in order to save their life. In patients whose dissection does not involve the ascending aorta, so it, it starts further in the back, those patients have a number of treatment options available to them depending on the severity of the dissection and what other complications it may be causing. Also in this day and age, we're in the midst of all kinds of healthcare reform, and, and one of those things is a change in the way we potentially treat dissections. Uh, the advent of minimally invasive techniques and new technologies and things called stent grafts allows us to treat patients with a very low risk of that treatment and potentially cure them of their dissection. But um, it really is a matter of getting the medical attention as quickly as possible and making the diagnosis as quickly as possible to determine what treatment option is best for that patient. Does that make the person more at risk for aneurysm or valve issues? Is that something that you look at as well? Absolutely. Patients with dissections involving their ascending aorta, so the type that is a surgical emergency, they often do have an associated valve problem. So their main valve in their heart is leaking as a result of the dissection. So part of the operation is intended to fix the valve problem as well. The association with aneurysms is a little bit complex. Patients with aneurysms can be prone to having a dissection within that aneurysm, but patients can have dissections without aneurysms, but what happens down the road is you lose the integrity, you lose the strength of the aorta. So with time, aneurysms can develop in the area of the dissection, and that's the importance for ongoing medical surveillance in patients who have had a dissection. Tell us about the prognosis. Can people have, have an aortic dissection 
and then go on to live a normal life afterwards? Or is this something you're always going to have to keep an eye on? Well, the answer to that is also complex, and it's sort of yes to both of those. And certainly patients, depending on the extent of their dissection, if their dissection just involves the ascending aorta, and we are able to completely repair it surgically, they can live a completely normal life. They do need to uh, be evaluated and have periodic CAT scans to make sure everything stays okay, but completely normal. Patients who have more extensive dissections, they certainly need to cut back early on after their treatment, whether we treat them with just medicines or we treat them with stent grafts or surgery. But with time, and once we see that aorta stabilize, or if they require subsequent operations to totally replace in time their entire aorta, then they too can lead completely normal lives with normal life expectancy, get back to work and do all those normal things. But there may be a period of time when they're not able to do those things. What an amazing topic and fascinating, truly. In the just the last minute, Dr. Kern, why should patients come to UVA Heart and Vascular Center for their care? Well, I think at the University of Virginia Heart and Vascular Center, we have the full spectrum of collaborative multidisciplinary care specialists who know everything there is to know about dissections. We are also fortunate in that we have available to us all of the latest treatment options, including experimental options, including the latest clinical trials, the latest devices that are able to be put in through tiny incisions in the groin. All these options are available to treat patients with dissections in the most appropriate way for that individual patient. So we're not just locked in to one form of therapy. And we have all the specialists to help uh, treat their medical conditions, the interventionalists, the surgeons, the intensive care doctors, and they really get the, the full spectrum of care. Thank you so much. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. And for more information on the UVA Heart and Vascular Center, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.